Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at the Trophy Room show and if you like what you hear please 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 consider dropping us a five-star review on apple Podcasts, or drop a buck our way over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room so with all that said and with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir i'm okay yeah um I got co- so caught up in looking something up that I forgot to do. If you're watching on video, I usually do the whole head movement and the the looking for who's the best co-host. I I was so preoccupied, I missed it. Uh, I'm I'm okay. The, this let me tell you, even as a teacher, yeah, this school at home thing is intense for three kids in your house. It yeah. is, it's a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm exhausted. I wonder how if like people that like homeschool their kids, how they must be feeling. You know, like they're like, guys, I've been doing this for eight years. You know what I mean? Like, get over it. Like everybody's struggling. For me, like I could barely, I could barely stand my family at this point. We've been quarantined for so long. We're at each other's throats. We've even declared territories in the house that are (laughs) ours. Um, We've had that sounds like fun. No, who has the bathroom? Where's that, the bathroom? That's where the struggle mm. comes. In the morning, it's my brother, and we fight about it all morning, man. The oh. battle of the porcelain. <laughs> it's the war. It's the great war of the porcelain. <laughs> it lasted from nine a.m. to ten eleven a.m. <laughs> on the east. Blood Coast. was spilled. <laughs> Bodily fluids were spilled. Definitely. <laughs> Kyle, man. Other than you know the great quarantine that we're in right now, we got a lot to talk about. Like how yeah. PlayStation's not spying on you, like secret UI features that we would like to see in the PlayStation 5. We're even going to be talking about some Godfall news and the future of Bethesda not being on the PlayStation 5. It looks like this time set in stone and even, even some 2K11 controversy because it's like every year that game 21. gets a new controversy. What did I say? 11. Uh, if only we could wind the clocks back on. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could. Such a God, where was time. I in, in 20, 2011 or 2010? First year Just... of college. That's actually where I would have changed it all. I was like, Joe, you're not going to community college. You're going to take oh a year God. off. You're going to figure so you, out what you, you want to do. You started college in 2010? Yep. Well, I, was, I, I was a year. I started grad school in 2010. Ooh. <laughs> it's a great time to jump uh. back, you know? <laughs> Especially in the year we had, like, I would have given myself so many warnings. So many. But with that, Kyle, listen, let's mm-hmm. not talk about the shoulda, woulda, couldas. Let's talk about what you've been playing and what we've been playing. Because finally, I've been able to play something on my PlayStation since I got it fixed. Yeah. So, Kyle, last week, we played a little game, a little, little indie, <laughs> called Ghost of Tsushima Legends. This is the multiplayer yeah. mode of Ghost of Tsushima um, I really, honestly, with the giant update, I played the multiplayer with you, and then I went to go play New Game Plus just to try it out, and mm-hmm. then I've just been stuck there. I love this world way too much. Like, I hear nothing but great things about the multiplayer, but for mm-hmm. me, I'm just, I'm I'm reliving <laughs> the moments that I love so much in Ghosts, and I'm just digging it. Like, New Game Plus, for me, 
ton of fun. Like it is, they drop you with with your same skill set. There's still some things you can upgrade, uh, upgrade in your suit. You can still upgrade, but pretty much they drop you in the beginning of the game where you get into the open world setting. So right where it gets really oh, good. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, and you have all your abilities, so you're super overpowered. Like yeah. there's new game plus easy, new game plus medium, new game plus hard. I started a medium just to kind of get my you know, my feet wet. Now I'm definitely, if there's an ability to, I'm going to up that thing to hard because I'm just way too overpowered. It's so yeah. much fun, but it is, it is a little bit too easy to, to the point where I'm cheesing it. But I like how they drop you in after the like tutorial yes. hour or two that they have in ghosts. Like, I like that a lot. So they don't like, you clearly know what you're doing. You've beaten the game already. Yes. You don't have to go through that again. I love that a whole lot. Yeah. But how did you like the multiplayer? Because I know you're not a big multiplayer guy. We were dropped into the story co-op of it. Mm-hmm. And how were you digging that? Oh, man. I thought it was a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, I, I think I said it when we streamed it over at twitch.tv slash Room, which you should go follow for future streams. Um, I said Sucker Punch is too good to us. We didn't mm-hmm. need this update at all. And the fact that there is so much more to it than other multiplayer loot-based games that are full retail prices, price games. So, like, I think the biggest flop when you think of things like that is Anthem. Right. Like, from what I've seen from Anthem compared to this Legends update, it's night and day with just how much is, like, jam-packed in there. Um, the A couple, like, things that... Like, didn't blow me away. I, I think it doesn't matter which class you pick. Yeah. Because um, you can all sneak. You can all use arrows. It's not like... They're not different enough. Everything has their own ultimate ability. Everyone has their own down button. So, like, I picked Ronin where I can summon a ghost dog, which is awesome. Um, you yours is... You yes, can pet the you, ghost dog, yeah. You, you pick Samurai, I believe, down on Samurai is, like, Toxin. Yep. Like, you can poison people, and your ultimate is, like, take three people out at a time. Yep. Ronin's, like, your healer. Like, Rez, like, a, a Mercy in Overwatch. So, like... You're it's all the multi... You, you look at hey, you, Mr. I don't hey, play multiplayer games. Drop all the big, big brain so. over here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's super fun. I love the co-op story where it's giving us more of those tall tales, and they actually look like tall tale, tales, and there's, like... You you actually are fighting demons and ghosts, yeah. and uh, the like last one we played, mongrels. yeah, the last one we played was we talked to I got to screw this name up Uchisune, yeah, um, who in the main story is you get his bow and he's a legendary bow, and in this legends mode, you are fighting alongside him as a ghost in legends, and like. That is super cool. I love how they weave that together. We get more of that. And really, I love how the levels are designed because it's really just taking portions of the open world, some of the things that we've seen already, uh, and kind of just giving you a more guided experience. So that was the one thing I was thinking is like, how is this game going to feel, you know, having a game similar or akin to like a, you know, classic Assassins or classic um, Batman Arkham game? How's the combat going to feel when you're in co-op? It, it it puts you in various situations that really 
are unique. Like there are some enemies that are chain linked together. So you have to, you know, kill both of them at almost the same exact time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like enemies you have to get to because they give buffs to other characters or enemies nearby. Um, and then even d- different patterns that you have to kind of solve within you fighting. Yeah, some enemies are attuned to certain uh, other gods that yep. you have to tune your sword to to do the best damage against them. It's, like, yeah, there's a it lot really there. feels like Destiny Light. Uh, it's a Destiny Light sure. experience where, like, mm-hmm. for the most part, all the characters, all the classes, yeah, the only thing that's really setting them all off uh, or differently is the combo, or not, sorry, uh, the special abilities that you have are really the only different things between these characters. Or really, at the end of the day, they're pretty interchangeable, but I really dug it. I think it's a really great update. See more people jump back into the game is fantastic. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? I know we haven't jumped into horde mode, which I, I've heard is like classic gears to horde mode. Like it is tough as nails, which I I'm pumped for. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try that out this week. Is there anything else you want to say? Because you've been playing another game called what is this phantasm? Oh yeah. 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 So like, I'm also excited to keep going with ghost. Um, I want to see what that rate is with four people, yeah. uh, eventually down the line. Uh, before I get into phasmophobia, phasmophobia, um, yeah, uh, just update on my Uncharted Four uh, playthrough. I got all the combat trophies done. Okay. Um, so like the whole thirty people from dropping on top of them or pulling twenty people off a ledge, um, it's very easy to spam those. You can just do encounter select and just pick the encounter and just play that over and over again mm-hmm. to to bump up those numbers um so now all i have to do now is beat it in explorer difficulty get all the treasures and conversations and journals and notes then do a crushing playthrough oh my god and then i will stream my uh speed run my attempt at the speed run and that platinum is mine i really like how they went with an achievable list with last of us part two. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah because oh, that just yeah. sounds it just sounds it's fun uncharted 4 is great it's okay. so good um but yeah phasmophobia is a game where uh my friends at kind nyc the platform agnostic boys we've been doing spooky streams all month of october mm-hmm. and uh jake palmer jake p47 on twitter was like hey let's play this game phasmophobia but don't look anything up about it just buy it download it we'll play I was like, sure, fine. I heard it's spooky. I'll probably pee my pants, whatever. It is a ghost hunting game. Okay. And um, Ghostbusters, you got me in. The game takes control of your microphone. So you have to say the ghost's name to anger it, to trigger ghost stuff. And it will pop up on screen. You'll get, like, the creepy whispers in your ear, but only you will hear it sometimes. And your friends who are in the same house won't hear it. You have to shut up and be quiet or else the ghost will find you because it's listening to the microphone. You have to use ghost tools to figure out what kind of ghost it is and then leave before you die. It is so much fun. It is terrifying. I hate spooky stuff, but it is so damn fun. I want to I play a spooky stream of this with you one of these nights, Joe. Because it's sounds, so good. I will leave you to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I've left them to die. It's fine. I get it. All right. Oh. Cool. Like, I mean, like, we're starting a match. And I'm, <laughs> I'm entering through the, exiting through the front door. Because that sounds like, nope. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like you have to go through the house or the old school 
or the biggest map that we've had is like an asylum with two floors and a basement and you'd have to go mm-hmm. to each room and take the temperature mm-hmm. and figure out the EMF readings and no. see where the ghost is. Mm-hmm. And then when you find the room, you need to dedicate to no. it to figure out what the ghost is before it kills you and gets angry at you. It's so much fun. I'm going to say no. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> That's too spooky for me. Look, I love a good scary game. And we're yeah. going to, like, Famous Seamus has a question for us as well about scary games. There are certain ones, like, that is a no-go. Is like I need to have a gun on me. Like Dead Space is, yeah, sure I'll do it because I got the plasma cutter. But if it's just like you have flashlight and a camera, like we're playing Outlast, I'm like, mm-hmm. uh-uh, nope. I'm noping so. <laughs> I need that reassurance, even if the reassurance isn't that great. I just want to know that I have the ability to fight back. Like I'm so much of a coward, Kyle. In my university, in the science wing, there was an extra floor nobody ever used. It was kind of like an abandoned part of the building, and mm-hmm. I had to go there for one class. I would never go if, like, like if there was like you know like no people down there. I'd be like, nah, I'm not screwing around with this. this oh, is, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not about that life. And sometimes you're in that class, and the hallway lights just turn off, and I'm like, what am I doing here? This place is clearly haunted. <laughs> See, I need to get out. I actually love that stuff. I love ghost hunting shows. I love ghost hunting things. No. Game's great. I highly suggest it. It's so good. All right. Well, with that, let's... Before we square up the news, okay? Because that was enough Halloween for me for the rest of my (laughs) goddamn life. It's time for the Patreon pitch. Of course, uh, if you like this show, if we ever gotten you through a rough day at work, a long car ride, it would mean a lot to us. You go over to patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. That's right. We changed the URL to match the show. You can head over to patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room, toss us over a buck. We've changed so much to the Patreon. Uh, Now we're doing weekly content for bronze members and above. It's called the Trophy Room After Show. Kyle and I, we're going to have a nice little talk right after the show. We have, uh, what is it? What is it? The Road to Greatness. We're doing nine or five episodes of The Road to Greatness, breaking down each launch title for the PlayStation 5 and cyberpunk 2077 roundtable discussions a whole bunch of awesome stuff headed your way and i'd like to thank our new patrons over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room uh at the platinum tier at twerp thank you so freaking much for becoming a platinum member and our bronze member uh lee moles thank you so much both of you lee uh sent us an amazing message we'll read it at the end of the show thank you both so much our other platinum members trevor starkey from that nerdy site and todd berwitz thank you so much our gold members chaotic monkey gavin Godfrey, griffin west erica sharer jose jimenez and too soon thank you all so much our silver plus members pink orc bot marcus o'neill ray martinez jb the purple monkey jadis von metal tim Ulf, the winner gamer Thank you all so much. The list goes on. Everybody, thank you so much for all your patronage as we've hit our one-year anniversary on Patreon. It is it is so amazing. Thank you all so much. Incredible. So gracious for all the support. With that, Kyle, it's time to square up the news. This comes from the PlayStation blog. It says, Sony says it's looking into feedback on recent PS4 party changes. Managing online safety is an important part of ensuring that. We believe that it's critical that gamers be able to quickly and accurately report abuse or harassment if they experience it while on PlayStation Network. 
As part of this initiative, we've been preparing to roll out a new feature on the PS5 console that enables gamers to report verbal harassment through a new voice chat reporting function. Its sole purpose is to help in reporting of inappropriate behavior, including actions that violate our community code of conduct. Please note that this feature will not actively monitor or listen in on your conversations ever, and it's strictly reserved for reporting online abuse or harassment. PlayStation gamers learned about this new function in an unexpected way following the recent PS4 8.00 system update. We didn't clearly communicate this feature or explain why we were introducing it, and we apologize for that. When the PS5 console launches in November, PS5 users will be able to chat with PS4 users, which is why we needed to include an an advisory with the latest PS4 system update. We should have more clearly explained why this function was being rolled out, along with details on how it will work on the PS5 console. So let me walk you through that now. Once the PS5 console launches, if a PS5 player needs to file a harassment report, they will be able to include up to a 40-second long voice chat clip in their report. 20 seconds of the main conversation with the other player, plus an additional 10 seconds before and after the conversation selection. Only the most recent five minutes of a voice chat will be available for a player to use for this reporting function. These reports can be submitted directly through the PS5 console and will be sent to our consumer experience team for moderation, who will then listen to the recording and take action if needed. Some submitted reports won't be valid, and our team will take this as an opportunity to provide guidance and education. There won't be an option to opt out of this voice chat recording function because we want all users to feel safe when playing with others online, not just those who choose to enable it. So this, we talked about this last week, and I thought that's where it would kind of end. You know, we kind of, it wasn't even a main topic. It was just literally us saying, yeah, no, your PlayStation isn't spying on you. A lot of people thought that for some reason, PlayStation was adding spyware. Uh, where yeah, it was no. like working with the FBI. I, and it's all this dumb shit. The, the, Take the, the tinfoil hat off. Yeah, everybody. please. Everyone all right. chill. Alex Everyone Jones, chill. change the channel for just a second, okay? <laughs> uh, Chobani isn't lizard people. Let's get to the brass tacks here. <laughs> uh, when we're talking about what this enables and what this really does mean is um, it allows players who are in a party chat to record 40 seconds of a conversation. Which, yeah. in turn, you might be asking yourself, well, why why give that feature? Um, and I would th- toss this over to, have you ever played a Call of Duty? Have you ever yeah. been in a multiplayer match? Have mm-hmm. you ever been in an online chat? Things get said that are hurtful, harmful, and just straight yeah. up ugly and terrible. I mean, just go to uh, Khalif from Spawn on Me. Uh, on his Twitter or Zombie Kills on or on her Twitter, they were just on Good Morning America today on a segment of um, them showcasing just how awful it is for people of color playing online matches and the vitriol and hatred that gets thrown their way when they're just trying to enjoy the thing that they love. Yeah, And this is the perfect way and I think a great way for one of the biggest names in gaming to be like, hey, we don't want that shit here. Yeah. Here's a tool to help us get rid of and eliminate it. Yeah. And so I actually, I, I reached out to Zombie Kills um, 
I was just like, hey, can we? I know it's super last minute. Can we get you on the show to you know to talk to us? How you feel about yeah. this feature? Is this enough? Unfortunately, she's rightfully so very busy, but she was able to give me a quote, and I and I really dig it. Um, she says, I think this feature shows forward thinking and a desire to build a safe community. Until we see it in action and see it uh see it abused, ultimately we won't know the implications of this method of reporting. The fact that Sony is taking this so seriously is a very good though it makes me proud oh and it makes me proud to own their products one small step towards bettering the space means one giant leap for the safety of their consumers and i think absolutely. that's what a really yeah. she she absolutely fucking crushed it there which is listen we want this community to be great and you know uh playstation earlier this week put out a black lives matter theme that you you can you know download it for free and i think right then and there it shows you some of the internet's reactions as to why maybe this thing uh is being implemented the way it is because people were awful like people were like oh, yeah. i'm switching to xbox because you took Go ahead. People- bye yeah. bye see ya see and even even xbox like retweeting sony's uh tweet it's just like go the space isn't for you if you're gonna be like that, if you're gonna be a racist piece of shit, no one wants you here. Uh, the trophy room doesn't fucking want you here. If you share that no. sentiment, absolutely, absolutely not. PlayStation doesn't want you there either. You're not gonna buy PlayStation. Fine, awesome, good. Don't mm-hmm. want you. And I think that's like this is a start for big cor- you know, big corporations to finally take notice that something that's been happening for at this point decades of like again, you go into a Call of Duty server, it does not take a while before a twelve year old, you know calls you the n-word it is not fast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so really to me i think the reporting issue should go a step further and you should have this go straight to your you know the, the person's mom and dad's phone please 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 <laughs> i want you that is my favorite thing on the internet is when uh, uh people get these awful messages um most of the time, it is females uh, playing game. Women. Play I think Alana games. Pierce is a great one. Alana Pierce. Like, she was yeah. getting harassed by like a twelve-year-old. Some, some kid was like, "Oh, I'm going to excuse my language here, you." And she took that conversation and sent it to mom. And mom was like, "Oh, uh-uh, not today." <laughs> yeah, and like it, if that type of action could be again, Sony could throw that ban hammer. That's what we want to see. And I like I like this thing of like, listen. You know, no life can matter until black or all lives can't matter until black lives matter type of Mm. type of reaction from not just podcasts, uh, but even corporations, because when you see it at the end of the day, a mega corporation like Sony has looked at it, crunched the numbers and said that those people being dicks on the Internet. Guess what? We can afford to lose them because this group over here matters way more profit wise. They're the ones virtue signaling. Right? Like, Joseph doesn't get a check for saying Black Lives Matter because it clearly does. Sony really, at the end of the day, does. They have something to tr- uh, to truly lose. And to say- see them take the stance and to see them go out there and, and, and report people forward using derogatory language, this is a start. I just hope that this could trickle down into other games. I know uh, Activision's uh, kind of trying to tr- tackle it with Call of Duty. Siege too, right? Siege as well. Like, we're seeing competitive scenes sort of kind of take it seriously, but I would love to see a bigger crackdown because, honestly, even, like, let's just get, like, let's stop the virtue signaling and off my pedestal for just one second. Nobody communicates on online chats anymore because everybody's expecting someone to be a toxic asshole. 
Mm-hmm. And so, like, if I if I'm trying to help the team and I'm just being called a spick, like, I don't want to help the team anymore. And fuck that guy. Yeah. So yeah. you know, if if it eliminates that and hopefully forces people to to use better goddamn language, uh, then this is excellent. This is an awesome move, and we should be applauding this because honestly, mm-hmm. this should be implemented everywhere, just across Absolutely. the board. And I know Xbox Absolutely. even has not something similar, but like. Also has some hard stances on this. With Phil, Phil Spencer has even gone out in record saying, "Hey, guess what? Xbox Live? No, you don't have freedom of speech here. No, 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 no. You can't just say whatever the fuck you want." So I, I dig these corporations taking this hard stance and cracking out down on toxicity on yeah. the internet. I'm and sorry, this I got is the passionate. way to do it. I got this is the way horse. to do it. Yes. No, please, because this is this has been a long time coming, and I'm glad to finally see some. Uh, you know, big steps forward for change. And like, this is coming from a a white guy on a podcast talking about games. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't, let's be real here. doesn't really happen to me ever because of the way I look like and and the way I sound and whatever. You shut up Casper. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I'm, I'm sick and tired of seeing people that I love not being comfortable in a thing that's supposed to be fun. Yeah. And and nobody deserves to be spoken to like that ever. And real talk, we have built like now. Now I'm gonna stroke the ego of the trophy room. We've built such an amazing community. Where like I don't even need to share like like when it comes to the Black Lives Matter theme, everybody in Discord's like, look at what I'm downloading today. Look at what I got on my theme. Everybody's showing off their awesome you know TVs, and me over here, I'm like, I'm a hoarder. It looks like because this whole room is a situation. (laughs) But like that's that's the thing is is the community we're we're building is a welcoming one of people of color of of you know uh, of you know LGBTQ folks people of all of shapes and sizes and it's just yeah awesome to see that we're we're hopefully gonna start that change it really just starts by the individual and if you have a platform the way I think of it no matter how how big you are the size you are whatever the case may be. If you ha- are a content creator, you should be standing up for stuff like this. This is really, this is really awesome. So yeah, yeah. There you go. Sure. SJW agenda aside, let's talk about sucker punch. <laughs> Uh, friend of the show, Adam Bankhurst over at IGN writes, A sucker punch job listing may hint at a Ghost of Sushma sequel or new experience. A narrative writer job listing listing for Sucker Punch may hint that a sequel or new experience may be in the works for Ghost of Tsushima. The requirements on this particular narrative writer position specifically ask for a, quote, desire to write stories set in feudal Japan, end quote. Considering Ghost of Tsushima takes place during that time period, in 1274 to be exact, this could indicate Sucker Punch isn't quite ready to leave this new PlayStation exclusives world quite yet. It's important to note that this may not be for a traditional sequel, and could be for DLC. New story content for Ghost of Tsushima Legends, or even a new standalone experience like that of Uncharted Lost Legacy, or Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Either way, those who enjoyed Ghost of Tsushima, which was PS4's fastest-selling first-party original IP debut, have reason to be hopeful. Nakachaka writes in... Just like you can too over at the, uh, what is it, PlayStation Trophy? Or sorry, is it the Cassidy Babbitt Discord server still? I, I don't think we came up with a name yet. That's the after show topic. <laughs> That's mine right there. We're going <laughs> to figure this out. You can, uh, on our Discord server or at PS Trophy Room 
on Twitch. Uh, Nagachaka writes in and asks, Ghost of Tsushima's multiplayer mode is amazing. Doing stealth takedowns with my best friends is so satisfying. But on to the question. The multiplayer mode's story is very fantasy-based with supernatural elements. Would you like the next game's story to stick with a more grounded, realistic approach or venture off into the supernatural ter- territory? One of the reasons why you like this, uh, the Legends mode so much is it gave you control vibes. Yeah. Uh, and so that said, yeah, we know this game's going to have a sequel. Obviously, it's sold like gangbusters. But where would you like this story to go after the Legends? Do you want to see them go into fantasy do you want them to stick to you know the the grounded storytelling that they had in the original where would you like to see them go i mean i would love for them to to do the supernatural stuff mm-hmm. um like just a whole game of these tall tales i think would be incredible because uh, mm-hmm. sucker punch is insanely in- talented studio yeah. um but then again like I'm fine if they just stick with the more grounded approach. I don't know exactly kind of how you would do it, and I'm not going to spoil the first game because I think the first game is very, it's very self-contained in a great right. way. So I don't, I don't know, I don't want them to force a second, second game if it doesn't feel right. If it's still going to stay grounded, but if they go in the supernatural way and we go like before Jin, mm-hmm. in the time of where these these uh, tales that you're going to is it goes in. Yeah, in the game, uh, yeah. the the tales that Gozen is talking about, like, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that kind of period. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I really like the approach they have right now, where they have this really grounded story. Like, I'm playing uh, in my new game plus mode, Kyle. I'm playing with the Japanese subtitles. Oh, sweet! Yeah, Joseph can't read good. This is it's even more apparent <laughs> than ever. The text is way too fast, <laughs> way too fast, but. Like having that authenticity there, um, the and the attention to that detail, um, is something really special that I don't want to see them stray from. Uh, but what I would love to see them go into is yeah, more of the classic feudal Japan setting, and there is so much to play from. Where I don't, I don't necessarily need it to even be in uh, Tsushima. I can have that be in other places in Japan, so that we can have and explore other biomes as well there's just so much rich storytelling and lore to explore there that i think you could really do both and study the mythology of japanese folklore while at the same exact time study the culture uh beyond uh, beyond their religion and into or or even just kind of tap into it but into the the culture within the the politics and um and like you know the the um what am I trying to say? Like the buildings, the architecture, mm-hmm, you know, the mm-hmm. people. Like th- that's what I really want to see. I would love to see what like a bustling Japanese city looks like in in the next game. Like stuff like that. What I'm really picturing to me is like a more even like a Witcher style experience. Like imagine if the Witcher had Ghost Combat. That would have been the best game just ever made, <laughs> hands down, bar none. But that's what I would like to see them go and. Awesome. Congratulations to the team yet again for, again, making something, going the extra mile, and it being just so great. Like, this is really hammered home for me. This is my game of the year. I don't know what Cyberpunk or Miles needs to do. Maybe give me that Into the Spider-Verse suit, Miles. But, like, you know, it, God, this game just is so up my alley this year. It's what I needed. 
I can't wait to argue for hours about Game of the Year. I How can't dare wait. You. I can't wait. <laughs> well, you know what? I can't wait to agree on our next topic, Kyle. I don't know. I don't know. Brianna Reeves over at PS Lifestyle writes, 2K Games addresses NBA 2K21 ads backlash. Says ads weren't implemented as intended. The last couple of days have seen 2K Games mired in backlash due to unskippable advertisements popping up in NBA 2K21 post-launch. Players were specifically encountering an ad across all platforms in My Team Season 2, Episode 7. The ad in question, which centered around the Oculus Quest 2, appeared in pre-game segments during loading screens. According to 2K Games, the way in which the commercial has been implemented isn't correct. A post on NBA 2K's official Twitter account outright addresses the disappointment of fans. See the tweet below. The tweet reads, As many are aware, in recent years, ads have been integrated into 2K TV segments. Yesterday's 2K TV ad placement impacted our players' experience in a way we didn't intend. And at, oh, excuse me, as these ads are not meant to run as part of the pregame introduction. This will be fixed in future episodes. Thanks for your continued feedback. As the post notes, these 2K TV ad placements have become more frequent in recent years. However, as far as 2K is concerned, their addition isn't the problem. The problem is that the ads are now, quote, impacting our players' experience in a way we didn't intend, end quote. <laughs> Apparently, the commercials are not supposed to feature during the pregame intro segments. As such, players can expect the matter to be fixed in future episodes. Okay, I did not know this about 2K21. I mean, this game came out, apparently? Yeah, the, the current-gen version has been out for a few weeks. Okay, okay, here. Okay. So I got questions. Again, this is why usually I don't put sports stuff in the show, because God knows <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, there's ads in this goddamn game, Kyle? So, yeah, so this is, noth- this is not news to me. Um, okay. Apparently, it's news to everybody else outside yeah. of the sports game thing. Um Sports games, specifically 2K, for years now, they want to mimic the real-life broadcast. Okay. So as you're loading into a game in your career, or pretty much just the career mode, uh, I'm not sure if they do franchise in 2K because I don't really touch that mode, mm-hmm. um, they mimic a pregame where they're like, hey, tonight on NBA Inside or NBA on TNT, which is not the, the real thing, and they have like these commercials in the show with the host talking about talking to a pro basketball player and talking about a season and talking about uh, parts of this game. And then there's like this little advertisement for something in between. And then mm-hmm. it goes to like the real hosts of Shaquille O'Neal uh, and and I forgot the other host's name. And um, so, <laughs> so wait, Kenny. Like... Oh God, Kenny Omega Jet something. Uh, I, I'm forgetting his last name. But yeah. yeah, it's been a thing for years. MLB The Show has equipment with actual names of real equipment that you can buy in real life. Okay. Madden has Snickers, powered by Snickers, all over the stadium. So, Jesus like, Christ. it's not new. Right. And, and my question to you, Joe, I'm flipping it. I'm asking the questions here. Oh, that was, fuck. Okay. How, <laughs> just because, like, I feel like everyone, this has been a thing for real, uh, for a long time. It's not like, I'm not saying it's not a bad thing. Right. It's absolutely a bad thing. Right. But how is this any different from product placement in a game? Look you at mean, Alan Wake, who I'm playing for the first time, right? Yeah. The, you have to pick up batteries for the flashlight. 
Okay. It's not just generic looking batteries. You're picking up Energizer packs of batteries with the branding on them in the game. Mm. He's driving a Lincoln car, and they made sure they Lincoln. they 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 made sure you saw that it was a Lincoln make of a car. Mm. You, you see a Verizon cell phone with Verizon on the phone. What type of phone was it? Was it a Motorola? A Razor? Razor? It could have been a Razor. No, I don't know. We're going straight mid two thousands. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, but okay. like, how is the product placement in those games any different from an advertisement like this? So that's a great question. And honestly, I agree with you for a lot of this, surprisingly enough. Okay, now this is my show again. So, so <laughs> for me, Damn like, it. if it's <laughs> like, you I should have sh- used that time to say Bloodborne is bad. Shit. <laughs> um, you see this in a lot of like, like shows do it all the time, uh, movies as well. It's not just for adver- advertising. Like, good example um, is uh, Stranger Things, the classic Coke. They brought back the classic Coke. They had this little yes. tie-in where you could drink bad soda. Yep. Um, and, like, it was part of the world then. That was a, an event. That was a thing that happened. So to be authentic to the time period they're in, they, they partnered up. It makes the world feel more real is what I'm getting at. So when you're putting Energizer mm-hmm. batteries in your flashlight or driving, you know, Lincoln uh, Continental like you're <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Are you are you McConaughey and Alan Wake? No, you're Alan Wake. No, you're, you're Alan Wake. Um, <laughs> I Imagine that of, DLC. <laughs> I just think of Jim Carrey doing the commercials. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mocking him. But, like, when, when you have that in the game, it makes sense. So, like, seeing this... Uh, in the NBA game, does it actually tick me off too much? And I thought I would be uh, the one where I was defending a corporation because I'm like, okay, if this is like what they're trying to go for, straight up authentic, you, you know, live the experience. Yeah, you're gonna see, you know, two old dudes talking over people uh, while they're playing the game, you know, describing it for them, and then yeah, you're gonna have this like Shaquille O'Neal, hey everybody, Shaquille O'Neal here. I'm gonna <laughs> talk to you about the Dollar General. <laughs> right? Is it the general? He does the insurance, right? General of the car insurance. Dollar yeah. general is a dollar store. Oh, well, he's doing both of them. He's really talented, and he knows how to make those deals, shake those hands. So, uh, yeah, like Shaquille then tries to sell you car insurance. That's I, – I get that. I do understand if it is way too much within the game. Sure. And as long as it's – like, it's kind of cool how it's like video game stuff from what I've seen – so I'm not overly hating it as long as they make sure that they're not overdoing it. Like, I don't mind if, like, the sports equipment is, like, all Under Armour. That's cool, right? Because the thing that does kind of take me out is, like, Happy Armour. You know, it's like they're, yeah. what they're using, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Or, like, or like a play on, like, Goodyear's name, like Bad Year. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I it, actually it is... don't mind this too much as long as they're yeah. not overdoing it, which seems sure. like they were and... overdoing it a bit. And I, I, I think a lot of people, when they saw this, and I agree, if you were, you didn't know about sports games or that this was a thing already, I, too, would be like, this is not okay. Like, I bought the game. I don't want to have ads in the game. But when it says, due to unskippable advertisements, mm-hmm. they're only being shown as the game loads in the background. That's the only time the pregame thing happens. But with next gen. But this is only referring to the PS4, Xbox One Version okay. of the game, I believe, in the article. So I don't think do it says think, anything about the next gen stuff. Because I know, like, the next gen's built from the ground up. Or actually, yeah. let's do a check. It's built from the ground up, y'all. It's going to be a totally new game. <laughs> the general. <laughs> save, save your money, save your time. Something, something, generals. My. 
And I, go, like, it, it, if in the PS5 and Xbox Series X and S version of this game, yeah, because I am going to be getting the PS5 version. Cool, cool, cool. If it, if I am playing it and this happens and it is still unskippable, yeah, and the load times are like non-existent, I'll be the first one to be like, okay, that's 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 little that's screwy. That's, one last that's question. One last question before we move on. If I just fucking alley ooped Shaq one day, like you were dribbling, you see me dribbling the ball outside of school, right? And somehow I'm I'm up against Sha- Shaquille O'Neal, okay? Uh, from the, the the hit movie Steel, okay? Uh, right? Was it? Steel? I thought you were gonna go Kazam. Well, Kazam, Kazam, y'all. Steel? You were right on Steel. Um, and then I just alley ooped him, like I just jumped eight nine feet in the air, dunked on him. What is your immediate reaction? <laughs> My immediate reaction is yeah. you don't know what an alley oop is. Uh, <laughs> that's no, my immediate. Me. Don't reaction. tell me what an alley oop is. No one tell me. Because I'm thinking if I'm you were to jump eight feet in the air yeah. and dunk on Shaq, yeah. and Shaq did not black you or yeah. throw you to the ground, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know what I would do. Honestly, <laughs> I, I really don't. <laughs> I'd question everything. This kid's a natural, y'all. Anyway, let's go to the next. <laughs> let's go to the next story on the list because this one. You know one, what I'm gonna do, Joe? What's that? <coughs> when I get the PS5 version of 2K, yeah, I'm gonna create you in the game, uh-huh. and then we're gonna give you amazing dunking stats. I'm going to try to capture you dunking over Shaq. All right, I'm in. I'm in. He's, oh he's God, retired, right? Okay. Yeah, he's like he's like old. Yeah. All right, okay. I knew yeah, that. Yeah. Oh man, <sighs> he played for Heat. He played for the Miami Heat, uh, among others. Among the Lakers, uh, uh, one uh, one more, where the, he was drafted. The Bulls. No. The, the Wizards. Magic. Magic. I had Wizards. I was so close. You're close. You're close. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> next story on the list. Alessandro Barbosa from GameSpot writes: Future Bethesda games don't need to be on PS5, says Xbox's Phil Spencer. <clears throat> Last month, Microsoft announced the acquisition of ZeniMax Media and its subsidiaries, including Doom, The Elder Scrolls, and Fallout publisher Bethesda. While Microsoft hasn't detailed its release plans for Bethesda games in the future, Xbox's Phil Spencer says that the price of the deal isn't forcing any decisions about game platforms. The acquisition costs Microsoft $7.5 billion and is expected to close soon. Microsoft has said that existing exclusivity deals for games like Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo on the PlayStation 5 will not be changed. The future of Bethesda titles is less certain, however, with Microsoft previously stating that it would determine release platforms for games on a case-by-case basis. Spencer, speaking to Kotaku, didn't elaborate on that stance, but did mention that Microsoft has no obligation to release games on platforms it doesn't control for the financial aspect of the deal to make sense. Quote, We have xCloud and PC and Game Pass and our console base. I don't have to go ship those games on any other platform other than the platforms that we support in order to kind of make the deal work for us, whatever mm-hmm. that means, end quote, uh, replied Spencer when asked about whether Microsoft will need to sell the Elder Scrolls 6 on PS5 to recoup costs. 
Although Spencer doesn't outright say whether future Bethesda titles will be multi-platform, it does seem clear now that Microsoft has the flexibility to decide that without having to think about the cost of the publisher purchase, it has also released Microsoft-funded titles on competing platforms, most recently with Ori and the Will of the Wisps on Nintendo Switch. So this is really interesting. Now we kind of get it from the from the horse's mouth here of where Microsoft kind of stands. And, and what they're saying is this. It's kind of like what we've kind of echoed once we heard the news. It's like, hey, guys, how about let's not worry about what Microsoft can or, or, or let's not play Monday morning quarterback of like, how can they recoup these costs? It's like their yeah. giant corporation, if they see that they don't need to put Elder Scrolls on PlayStation to sell... They don't need to put place, uh, you know, Elder Scrolls on PlayStation. Just simple as that. So, to me, you know, even hearing right now the the murmurs of a Microsoft Valve acquisition, kind of totally makes sense. Where like there are th- like that PC market, Microsoft kind of wants to own that again. And if if it means, hey, listen, we're we we have this ecosystem now, all by ourselves, all to ourselves. Yeah, you don't necessarily need Elder Scrolls then to kind of be on another platform if you already own it on the two platforms, PC and and and, uh, and Xbox. So to me, I'm okay, and I've kind of come off this horse of like, I'm, you know, I was, I, I don't even think I was negative on it. It's, it made sense. I know the internet was like. You know, I, I guess what I'm, I'm trying to get at is I'm not scared for my PlayStation games. You know what I mean? Or Bethesda not, not coming to PlayStation. I've come to kind of come to terms with it. What what say you, Kyle? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think I said on the show when this news broke, this is what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, people were like, "Oh no, they'll they'll still come." Like, how can they not put Elder Scrolls right. and Starfield and, and Fallout on other? systems on the opposing side i kind of figured this would be it that that there's a reason they spent 7.5 billion dollars more than star wars on bethesda and zenimax studios yeah uh so they can have those games and those titles and those experiences just for them so it it totally makes sense um i haven't fully come to grips with it yet joe (laughs) yeah (laughs) um i'm still i'm still bummed Mm -hmm. um not overly bummed uh, bu- overly bummed. <laughs> overly bummed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will get, I will get sad though because I do have Game Pass for a PC. Right. That so I I will still be able to play these games, but when it comes to the point where my computer can't run the games, that's weird. Then we're gonna have problems. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> then that's I'm fair. gonna be upset and be like, okay, I can't shell out money to upgrade my PC. Right. At that point, sure, I. We could get a Series X, like, but still, I'm paying more money in order to play these games. Yeah. So, I'm I again, I totally, I totally get why people are bummed, but this is what kind of you know this is business, and and yeah, they need to grow that that base out. Now, my question to you, good sir, is mm-hmm. seeing seeing all of a sudden now this is in stone, or for the most part, right? We could kind of assume where does Sony go now? Because now there is an emptiness in Western RPGs. What's mm. their next move? Does My question to you, Kyle, is does Sony need Bethesda to be on PlayStation 5? Oh, that is such a good question. That's why I Because when, when, when you said Western RPGs, yeah. I immediately thought of 
Well, this is Sony's chance to double down on traditional Japanese RPGs. Mm-hmm. We see that with Square Enix, with Final Fantasy 16 seemingly being PS5 exclusive for a good chunk of time or forever. Mm-hmm. Um, or Persona being only really like the mainline games on PlayStation. I, I right. can see them doubling down on that as well as having deals with a Bioware of like, hey, or EA, and and maybe not timed exclusive because I don't really like that either, but mm-hmm. I could see that for them kind of being a little bit petty. Or if I was <laughs> if I was Shu, if I was Jim Ryan, it'd be like, hey, EA. Right. Uh, Dragon Age, only on PlayStation. Okay. For like okay. a year or something. Just to, just to, because yeah, no Fallout, no Elder Scrolls, that's a huge blow. Right. That's a big blow. Those are major gaming franchises. Yeah. And I think you can't just rely on like a CD Projekt Red to no. pump out mm-hmm. a AAA RPG every five, six, seven years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it does kind of go to show, I think, you know, I talked about it briefly on, you know, a few weeks show, uh, shows ago where... Xbox knew they couldn't compete with The Last of Us or Ghost of Tsushima. You know, the these third-person, wide-open games, you know, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, so they were just like, what's a part of the market that they don't own? And they saw Western RPGs, and they saw a huge opportunity where, you know, you had this private company that's not traded, and you can go there and, and share, you know, show their investors, hey, y'all want to sell? Because we're going to throw you guys a whole big chunk of change and that maybe uh could then have an audience or or, or an audience to go towards your ecosystem so i think it doesn't necessarily mean that like we see it online every every time xbox does something what's playstation's reaction right or if playstation does something what's xbox's reaction Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily think there needs to be that chemical reaction to when things happen i think things can happen and you can kind of make peace with it. But I do want to get to Lethal's question via the Casa de Badbit Discord server. As of right now, that's what the name of our Discord server is. They write, do you think Blue Point Games would be a good purchase for Sony? Question mark. And what do you think they would work on? Brand new projects or remakes? Also, is it possible that there could be Demon Souls 2, hopefully Bloodborne 2, Lethal gets it down the road if this remake does well since Sony owns the IP. So I think that goes down to the next thing is, you know, we've talked about, we, I mean, we're big proponents of, you know, Sony going out there, buying a blue point, point buying a mark, uh, a, you know, a house mark. Um, I think it just makes sense. And, and what we yeah. always try to say is like, we want purchases to make, make sense for not just the company, but like fans are going, Oh, that makes sense. Like when you know, yeah. Sony bought Insomniac, right? They like have a history. They have a history and the cultures are intrinsically tied to each other. Blue mm-hmm. Point, that's the case. So if we bought, bought Blue Point, do we hand them the reins of a RPG? Or do we, as Sony, see uh, that a portion of the audience that loves these games, like Bloodborne, like Demon's Souls, like Neo, well, they have a home here. And I think that's what, like, if, if I bought blue point games they are a demon souls and bloodborne factory you know and so mm. those games do not hit that's what i would do that's if i was you that's what i would do wow. i would look towards other markets rather than a market that's just been taken from me 
It's like what? Okay, now what does Microsoft not have that, or, or, or Microsoft have that, or sorry, what does Microsoft not have that we can have? And I think that's what the, what's going to make a little bit more sense. I'm I'm with you on there. I think Blue Point being bought by PlayStation needs to happen sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, let's let's put a not a wager because I'm broke. I don't have anything to wager. Um, Your soul. <laughs> No, I'm no. How how many months after Demon Souls releases, which we are very very close to? Whew. How how long until Sony announces that they bought Blue Point? Because I I feel like they're just waiting till after Demon Souls. Man, what time is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they could do it next week. I mean, mm-hmm. the way that they even talk about each other, it's like, oh my god, are you guys gonna say you're dating or not? <laughs> Um, it's like kind of that re- relationship, right? You, yeah, you know yeah. they're fucking, you know they are, you know it's hot. But like, what you don't know is like, how long have they been? What position? <laughs> Listen, this, this podcast is about to go real crazy. Um, I think it's like shortly afterwards. I think a few months out, maybe January, February at the yeah, latest. Yeah. Uh, and then, I, you, know. you, you make an interesting point where if they buy them, are they just going to be like, hey, you're now a Souls Bloodborne studio. And I would I would like to point out or not point out, I would like to say I hope that doesn't happen. Right. I, I, I would like them to maybe take their own shot at a Demon Souls two or a Bloodborne two or whatnot. But I have the list of all the remastered games that they worked on at remakes and how awesome would it be to have this studio Maybe maybe they beef it up and make two teams of it, but have this studio be the nostalgia bring back studio of right. like they did they did the ports for the God of War collection on PS3, the Eco and Shadow of Colossus collection on PS3, the Metal Gear Solid HD collection for 360. Actually, Let's go. Um, they they I think co developed or helped out with PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Yeah. Um, uh, they did Titanfall for 360. Yeah. Um, but then you got Nathan Drake Collection, Gravity Rush Remastered, Shadow of the Colossus, Demon Souls. Give them these big PlayStation titles that mean so much franchises to bring them back in, a, in the best way. But then also give them a chance to do their own thing. So I think as much as that's great, I think like like Demon Souls is going to hit. I yeah. think it's there. And, and if it catches fire... You want to print a sequel out as ASAP, especially if you have those assets. So it really does make sense if, like, like look at the Crash situation, right? Crash uh, Insane Trilogy came out. It was, it was, you know, fire as the kids say. It's fuego, sells like crazy. The next year afterwards, right? Is it the next year or the year after? With CTR. You see CTR, right? And then the year after that, we get Crash Four. Um, you see. If this if this catches on, more has to come out. So I could see them maybe doing another different franchise. Let's just to say, just throwing it out there, they got Killzone because the the UI mm. you know sneak peek. Mm-hmm. So they they're bouncing between those two games. Maybe that's the thing. But to me, I I really do think um, if you have the assets, if you have the engine, you want to continue utilizing it. I mean, yeah, I get that. It's also worth noting that this, this is uh, Demon Souls is being co-developed with Sony Japan. Yeah, it's not just all on Blue Point. So, yeah. 
But Sony Japan, from what I'm aware of, is also more of a, like a support studio as well. That's fair. They help That's with fair. a lot of stuff. So yeah, yeah, I would love for them to get a crack at a brand new game in a franchise <laughs> like that. I think that'd be cool. But yeah. I also want. I like that PlayStation is, is bringing back these older games in a fresh light as well, and I hope it continues in some way or shape or form. With that, you know what I would like to see, Kyle? What? More of this gosh dang UI. Yeah. <laughs> Brings us to our next topic. Or, uh, is it our last main topic? Oh my goodness. Last main topic, yeah. Uh, Brianna Reeves, once again over at PS Lifestyle, writes, It looks like some PlayStation 5 trophies may unlock digital rewards. Mm. Sony overhauled the trophy system on PlayStation platforms earlier this month. Now it seems as though more changes are on the horizon once PlayStation 5 arrives. Players should not expect these potential alterations to increase their trophy level again, however. It instead looks like some trophies on PS5 will give players access to digital rewards. MPS1, MPS First yeah. took note of a small detail on display in Sony's recent user experience video for the PlayStation 5's UI. A couple of cards on the PS5's home screen specifically concern trophies, one bronze, the other gold. Both seem to be tied to Destruction All-Stars. On the bronze trophy card, the following blurb appears. Earn all of the star objectives for Profile Banner. Meanwhile, writing on the gold trophy card reads, Earn an S-rank recognition rat and then dot 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 profile avatar. Ooh. These suggest that unlocking certain trophies will net players rewards of some kind. Perhaps in-game rewards? So this is something that I think... You know, a lot of first-party games kind of kind of do when you platinum a game. I know, like, Horizon gave you, like, a little email. Well, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> you did it. If it works. If I have not works. once gotten any of those emails. Same. And, like, they would give you a banner or a theme or a, you know, a little knick-knack, virtual knick-knack, if you got them. They didn't work all the time. Yeah, and like, congrats on platinuming this huge game. Yeah. Like, that's an accomplishment. Here's an email, so it's, like, celebrating it or whatever. Yeah, and I think that's really cute, but to see yeah. it baked in to the PlayStation 5, that's really awesome. Because then it's not something, like, you're striving to achieve, but it is something that you're earning. And that gives mm-hmm. a player a sense of uh, progression, even just a little uh, uh, cherry on top. And so, like, I really think this is a really neat feature. And I yeah. think it also goes to show that we still don't know so much about the UI. Like, talking about, uh, or, or there's a little thing uh, that people saw underneath in the control panel when playing Destruction All-Stars, they saw Switcher and the icon of Little Big Planet. Like, does the PlayStation 5 have a, a you know, a um, quick resume? A quick resume. You knew I didn't know that. That's how I, I know. That's close. You know, I'm telling you. Like, do they have a quick resume? Right. Um, these are things we still don't know. Kyle, mm. there are still things. So many things we don't know about the PlayStation Five. What mm. are some things you'd like to see from the UI that we haven't seen? You mean what's dropping tomorrow as the episode goes live? Yeah, <laughs> what's gonna drop tomorrow? <laughs> And then make us do another goddamn one of these episodes. Um, In all seriousness, while I buy you a little time, if yeah, that yeah. happens, if Shuhei's like, I know the latest episode of the Trophy Room drop, so let me go fuck with Joe. And I, because I have a feeling in my heart of my hearts, uh-huh. I, I'm going to wake up tomorrow, put it's out this episode. It's happened twi- two weeks in a row now. Two I weeks like. in a row. Place is going to be like, oh, what's that, Joe? You put out an episode you work really hard on. It's really great. All right. I'm going to overshadow it. 
Uh, <laughs> what is it's already thing? old now. It's, it's already old. It's already old. Congratulations, already outdated, dumbass. Uh, <laughs> thanks for talking about us. Kyle, what is the yeah. thing that's going to make this episode outdated? What is that big feature that you want to see that we still haven't seen? I think I think it's not the trophy thing, although I think it's cool. Yeah. I, I think that's also really, really cool. Something that I want trophies to do is kind of like that old school bragging rights thing mm-hmm. of like, haha, I have this avatar because I platinum this game yeah. and only I have it because of that. And people are like, oh, where'd you get that? Or I want that. No, oh, you got to platinum the game, put in the work and then, yeah. then you'll get it. Uh, I think it's the switcher thing. Yeah. I, I, I think that was a, a good catch uh, by whoever grabbed it. Was it... Was it someone in our Discord that brought it to our attention? I think Lethal did, at Lethal? least in our, okay. in our in our Discord. Yeah, uh, whoever so did. I put, think that. Yeah, let, let me know in Discord. Yeah, I think that's a great catch, yeah. and I think that is something. If it does rival Quick Resume, mm-hmm. if it is even close to it, I think that's a that's a pretty big deal because yeah. of how impressive. Now that I've seen it in action. Whether I was like, eh, it's a luxury, who really cares? But when I see how impressive it is, I'm like, oh my god, that'd be really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, I I do really want to know what, what the switcher means. I also want to know how... I mean, like, the little things. Like, can I make those icons bigger? I know that's a big sure. accessibility yeah. question. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of want to know how how interactive that that ui is like how personalized is it and how customizable is it like mm-hmm. are we going to have folders come back how am i going to organize all my games and how am i going to organize all my media yeah. i think that's the major thing is like how's my media going to be organized um because it's just a goddamn mess on that so mm-hmm. to me i would love to see when this show gets outdated because of sony um <laughs> the media side of the ui but i do think because of um you know uh, entitled people that were very concerned about sony working with the fbi that now they're even more conservative about what they're showing so yeah yeah and, and that sucks mm-hmm. it, it really does suck don't let little jimmy call the shots he's 12 years old he can't buy a playstation his mother is okay no. all right anyway so yeah, that's really what I want to see. Get, show me the the media side of the UI, and really, I need more than just like a ratchet and clank, you know, icon for the store. I really oh, want to store, see yeah. Because like right now, you saw on the website, the store got an overhaul. It looks absolutely beautiful. I would love to see if you know the PlayStation Store kind of replicates that. You know, mm-hmm. like give me this clean aesthetic. Give me something yeah, personalized. Sure. Give me something that's customizable. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's get to some flash news. You put this stuff in here. One of them I didn't think belonged in here, Kyle. I'm going to be honest. But then you <laughs> you actually read the article, and I was just like, okay, let's do this. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, uh, well, we'll 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 skip that one. We'll go to the smaller one just to put it out there. So okay. I feel like it would flow better if we do that second one. Oh, look at you. Okay, Mr. Producer. So uh, as you're listening to this on Thursday, October 22nd, the day of the uh-huh. podcast goes live, uh, Godfall is getting a deep dive article on loot progression and more over at IGN. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think this is much needed. Mm-hmm. I think this is a game we still don't know a whole lot about what's going on. So hopefully they really dive super deep. Yeah. Because this is a launch title. This is a $70 game. <laughs> Why should I spend my $70 that I don't even have right. on your game? 
I think this is good. And, I, and Destruction All-Stars. Like, next week needs to be the week where it's like, look, look we were going to put in another Miles story. But I'm like, this is not, like, guys, congratulations. Miles got a new suit that's not into the Spider-Verse. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, you know, like... The MJ model is is also looked revamped. A yeah, bit. like she yeah. she looks really awesome. And in, in I was gonna put that story in, but then there could be some like considered spo- story spoilers, so like you know mm-hmm. why Peter isn't there. Um, but like, yeah, it's just another Miles thing. As much as I love what I'm seeing, yeah, I need to see more of Godfall. I need to see more Demon Souls. I need to see more Destruction All Stars and little uh, keep on saying Little Big Planet, Sackboy's uh, Big Adventure. Like I need to see that. Um, that's what I'm kind of getting aggravated. I've seen snippets, but I would love to see a 15, just give me 15 minutes of sack boy jumping off fucking boxes, guys. <laughs> just give me that, give me that little sack boy. Like make me forget you hear that sumo digital. Make me forget about the election in two weeks for the love of God. All right, please. Yeah. God, like just give me something, uh, mm-hmm. to get me excited for more. So this, not my existential crisis, but more so for for my hype for uh, for PlayStation Five. So yeah, Godfall. Let's go. Let's do it. If it's really impressive, I'll make a video on it on the Trophy Room channel on YouTube. But if not, uh, we'll probably cover it next week. That said, yeah. though, there was something that that you put in. I do want to at least just for for a moment. Sure. Ubisoft's new hub will feature crossplay, cross saves, and and uh, two more games. So Ubisoft uh, had this uh, Ubisoft Connect, which is blending in Ubisoft UPlay and their other services. And what they're pretty Ubisoft much Club. oh Ubisoft Club. And what they're pretty much saying is, from Watch Dogs into the future, we're dedicated to cross saves across platforms and cross play amongst platforms, mm-hmm. which is really awesome to see a huge uh, uh, you know corporation back you know, cross play and cross progression. That's something we, we want to see more of. So that's yeah. pretty rad with that. Kyle, and it sounds like it's not even tied to just like within PlayStation ecosystem either. Yeah. It says just plat one from one platform to another. So if you get immortals Phoenix rising on switch, switch and yeah. your PS five, you can still upload your save, which is like, Oh man, that's awesome. That's a that is nanny. a great thing. So, Jedi Master Ren, we get into Andrew House's snail mail. Each and every week, you send in your questions, your comments, your concerns over to the Kase Day Bad Bit Discord server, or you can send your questions over to PS Trophy Room on Twitter, or you can pen a letter to Andrew House, lick a stamp, send it over his way. I go each and every week. I steal his mail. Sometimes even the mailbox. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Because he's a dumb idiot, you guys. This week, you know how many pieces of mail we got in? How about many? like this many. I think we got like seven pieces Ooh. of mail. It's a lot. It's a lot, it's and a I lot. didn't bother to count. That's how many we got. So let's get through this one by one, because we've got a lot of awesome questions. First, coming from Jedi Master Ren. With the PlayStation 5 launch less than a month away, I'm curious to hear what games you guys will be loading into your consoles day one. I usually start a new gen fresh, but with so many defining games this gen, it's a hard decision. So next week, what we're going to do, we're going to rank the PlayStation 5 uh, launch list of games. And we're going to see how they stack against PS3, PS2, PS1. But as it stands right now, Kyle, there yeah. are 
not to say not that many games, but when it comes to first party games on, on the PlayStation platform, it's kind of like about five. But right now, uh, most games that are coming at launch to the PlayStation 5 would be Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Astro's Playroom, which is an exclusive, uh, Demon Souls, which is an exclusive, Destruction All-Stars, which is an exclusive, Dirt 5, DMC 5 Special Edition, Godfall, Madden 21, uh, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Sackboy Big Adventure, and Watchdog Legions. Also NBA 2K. I, Nothing I but net. Not so, <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> what are the four games that you're going to be downloading into your PlayStation uh, 5 first? Uh, well, first of all, what are the four games that I'm inserting the disc into my PlayStation 5? <laughs> um, obviously, Miles. Yeah. Um, so it would be Miles, Sackboy. Of course. Demon Souls. Absolutely. Uh, Valhalla. All right. You're really high on Valhalla. Not me, not so much. I think those are my four. Okay. But, like, this is this is tough. There's not enough hours in the day yeah. because I want to play pretty much all of them. Yeah, like I'm saving Assassin's Creed because Cyberpunk comes out in a week. And like I'm Fair. already plotting my course on like how I'm going to tackle And Call of Duty, I think, is the day after, right? No, I think it's the day of. Actually, I, I think this oh. is fucked up. What's this? Who's this? Games Radar. You're on notice. Um, yeah, so I think Call of Duty is also that day. I don't know how I feel about getting Call of Duty. I actually might wait for Black Friday if that okay. even exists. But yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, I think I just might hold out, wait until it's like fifty forty, and then and then uh, cash in. But I mean, Ashley's Playroom is already preloaded, so I'm not going to count that. Yep. But uh, good uh, shout out to my good friend Boomstick. He got me uh, Spartle, uh, Spartle, Spartle, uh, Spider Man Miles Morales. Breaking news: <laughs> Spartle. <laughs> Knack has changed. Spartle. <laughs> it's an aquatic theme. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway <laughs> so i'm gonna get spider-man miles right that's that's there uh thanks to our good friend sin vendetta he got me uh demon souls for my birthday both of these for my birthday um they, they're not paying me off they're being just very generous and amazing <laughs> human beings so those two are just i'm in Sackboy because i need to recuperate from 2020 and what a better yeah. way to do that um, I am trying to do Watch Dogs before uh, the start of this generation, so I'm not going to be putting that in my PlayStation. I am debating Destruction All-Stars. I right? don't know why. Maybe just maybe just because we're a PlayStation show. That's always how I think of it in my head. That's fair. Like Did you said, you though, I need stuff. to see more. I yeah. need to see more. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you again, Jedi Master Ren. What an amazing question. Thought-provoking and all that such. Josh Drago, if he does, he does. Right, said, hey, trophy dudes, uh, new to the show, and you guys are awesome. Keep it up. Hey, Drago, you're awesome. My question for you guys is, you had to take one game to the mountains of Mordor and have to destroy it out of existence. What game would it be? For me, it would be Boring Lands. Fucking owned, Kyle. Oh, Josh. It is so boring. I feel like... Hour thirty oh. or whatever. I'm like, are we done here? How many corridors do I have to go through? You know, oh, Josh, came, that was a left hook. <laughs> I I am Apollo Creed right now. Jeez, who? <laughs> um, 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna troll you and say Bloodborne because I definitely don't want that out of existence because it makes you happy. That's right. Um, World of Warcraft. No. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is the one game? Yeah. Man, I got one. Honestly, I'm gonna be real, Joe. Yeah. We don't need any more Call of Duties. Oh shit. <laughs> We don't need any more. We were just talking about how toxic that fan base exactly. is. Get out of here. Who's going to say, like, who, who's going to tell me on a matchly basis how many times they've had sex with my mom? Yeah, don't migrate over to Candy Crush. It's fine. <laughs> They're um, both owned by Activision. It's cool. If I had the fucking gauntlet on and I could snap one game out of existence, which okay. means I saved are you gonna, are you gonna hurt me? No, I'm not. Kyle, okay. this is some deep rage I got. Twin Worlds is an RPG that came out during, I think, the sixth generation. It was a game that I saw on G4 TV. That's right, really dating myself back here. And I was like, this game looks so cool. I think I bought this game over Dragon Age. Oh, I think even the person, like the GameStop employee is like, dude, I think you kind of want Dragon Age. I'm like, no, 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 dude. There's like wizards. I don't even know why I wanted it. I, I, this is my greatest regret in my life. And somehow it birthed a sequel. Somehow this awful pile of garbage did so well. Or maybe just Satan wanted to throw him a bone. They were like, make another one of these. And it was just as bad. I didn't play that. I've just, from what I've heard. So think of Dragon Age if it was a clunky, broken, shitty game that shouldn't exist. You know me, guys. I think every game's beautiful. I think every game's great. I even think Flappy Bird should fucking exist. Even Flappy Goat that's just haunting me for that platinum. Not Twin Worlds. Uh-huh. Not having it. Alright, since you Tossing went, since you went that way, I thought of another one. Uh, I let the hate flow through me. I, I, in addition to the Call of Duty, I will sneak in another game in there. Okay. Uh, one of Rockstar's biggest duds and I, there was some big promise there. It's not what you, you think it is. It? It's it's not it's not what you think it is. Riding high off of my experience with GTA Three and GTA Vice City on PS Two, okay. I saw the the in magazine on PSM, which was a great PlayStation magazine back in the day. I miss mm-hmm. it so very much. State of emergency. <laughs> I wasted. Good birthday oh, money on this piece of shit game. <laughs> you just you just stay in the one little tiny section of a mall. I mm. never got out of the mall. I don't even know if there are more levels to this game. Mm. It was so bad. I thought you were gonna do table. What is it like the table? No, that's tennis? I think like a like a generally good game. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, you're going after table tennis this game. No. State of State Emergency, of emergency right. is an abomination. Rockstar Games, what are you doing? Okay, I just looked this up right now. Yeah. 92% of people of Google, Google users like this game. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, Google users? A 5 out of 5 from Lukey Games? Lukey Games. What? <laughs> Who are you? Why would you give this game a 5 out of 5? What are you oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now I'm now I'm salty. Now <sighs> I hate that game so much. All right, continue. All right, Mr. Mitch George writes in. Here's a good one. 
With the success of AOC's Twitch stream, oh, he's making it political. What celebrity streaming on Twitch would break Ninja's concurrent viewer account of 616,693? Holy crap, that's a lot of people watching a mediocre stream. From the one time he streamed Fortnite with Drake, Travis Scott, and Juju Smith Schuster. Schuster, yeah. Schuster. Schuster, their wide receiver. Juju. Juju Smith Schuster. Juju's the man. I just, okay, I like, like Juju. Juju, it's like, that's already, like, that's a that's a cool, unique name. But then, like, and then, like, Juju Smith, fine, we're getting there. But then he threw the hyphen in there, and I knew I was in for a wild ride. <laughs> Schuster. Like, just how that rolls off the top. Hey, listen here, gang. It's Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> He's rolling them to town. Oh, man. Fuck, I understand why that's over 600,000 Juju Smiths in there. Uh, what's his stream? Uh, I'm trying to concoct one in my head. Because um, AOC's Twitch stream last night was so wholesome. It yeah. was so much fun. Um, I, I okay, honestly, God, didn't watch. Oh, it was it was uh, it was a blast. Okay, it, it was it, it was a lot of fun. Um, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make it political. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, Barack Obama. Uh, yes. He challenges the greatest of all time in NBA 2K. It's Barack versus MJ, Michael Jordan, on <laughs> Twitch, one v one. On the streets, in the hoop, uh, the 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 online hub where they're playing at Rucker Park, that right there, I think would be ginormous. Let's be clear: uh, as a Chicago native, uh, I hold no beef with MJ. Uh, he's a great man. Uh, he won us many uh, Super Bowls. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, What's God. their thing? <laughs> Stanley Cups. <laughs> That's hockey. I don't know. <laughs> NBA, I believe it's called the O'Brien Trophy. The O'Brien Trophy. Okay. <sighs> what a what a name of a it's a dumb trophy name. Oh man, I really much preferred Stanley Cups. I could Cup. be. Could, wait, hold on. This is this is bad. If I got that one wrong, <laughs> the Larry O'Brien Championship. Larry O'Brien Trophy. Um, I think. Oh my God, did I still get it wrong? This is bad. Okay, I'm going to make it political, too, because I think this is a great jumping off point. I would love to see. I already got two. I want to see Bernie Sanders playing League of Legends. (laughs) But here's the kicker. He's really good at jungle. He's a really good player. He's like, hello, my name's Bernie Sanders, and I would like to say that I think we should all Start at Silver Tier. And we should all get some free currency when we start the game. To make it so that it's more accessible for everyone and not just the one percenters. <laughs> and he's like laning really well. Like it's nuts. Um, <laughs> I also want to see. <laughs> Again, this is another political one because it's AOC. I want to see Trump get his shit rocked. <laughs> In Call of Duty. In Call of Duty. I want to see him. I was like, that was obviously lag. I want to see him just uh, in Fall Guys. <laughs> he just playing perfect match over and over again and failing every time. 
This big Which fruit penis. am I supposed to... I can't do a Trump. Which fruit am I supposed to be on? What happened? He can't play the memory game. <laughs> exactly. That's what I want to Wait, see over it, and over again. It's person, woman, camera, t- Oh, shit. <laughs> it just falls. <laughs> big Edis is the biggest fraud this game has ever seen, folks. It's awful. I've heard from many people, Big Edis is more like Big Cheetahs. If you ask me, big. Ch- <laughs> oh God! Oh. You really like this? This is premier content. You can't get this any other podcast. I'm gonna just tell you. Oh goodness gracious! Oh, ooh, ooh, okay. This one we'll do. This is the serious version. All right. Yeah. Hide indoors asks a similar question. The AOC Twitch session this week was pretty awesome to see. Again, I didn't see it. I'm taking everybody's word for it. Is there anyone else random that you would love to see embrace gaming slash streaming either for cause or just for fun? Political people aside. We're just getting famous folks in here. All right. So no more like Lindsey Graham on the gram. He's not on Insta asking questions. Okay. Yeah. yeah. (sighs) Um, Let's see. Let's see. Any famous... Hugh Jackman. RDJ. Oh, we both went superheroes. Wow. Okay. okay. What, uh, what's either, RDJ Either RDJ... Playing? Actually, maybe not RDJ. Okay. Chris Evans. Oh, God. He's so handsome. Get, get, get Captain America in there playing a wholesome game like Stardew Valley. That man that, could rip me in half like a log, you know? <laughs> He's so hot. It's ridiculous, man. Oh, my goodness. What, what would Hugh be playing? Um... I, I would love to see Hugh. I would love to see him play Fall Guys. I think because like I like to see. I like when when he's under pressure, and like has obviously no. Like I love when celebrities are out of their element. So mm-hmm, anything mm-hmm. that's getting Hugh Jackman out of the element, getting him warmed up, so you can ask him like some awesome questions. You know what I mean? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. better yet, okay. You know how Uber Eats has the like like the thing. Um, God. Oh my God, Luke Skywalker! Why Mark Hamill versus oh. uh, Patrick Stewart? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, like you know, like I want a honey on rye, no tomatoes, like that commercial. I uh. want to see them go head to head, Mortal fucking combat, <laughs> just <laughs> shit talk each other. That'd be cool. You can't get anywhere with me, Mark <laughs> Hamill. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. I slept with your mother. <laughs> Alright. I just want Patrick Stewart to get toxic for some reason. The most famous Seamus I've ever met in my whole entire life. Write it down. Notepad. Send it to your mother. Send it to your father. Just, you know what? Chain email. Chain email. That's how you're going to get the word out. Famous Seamus writes this question. If you don't send this to five people, you will die (gasps) at the stroke of 12 midnight. Halloween special. Seamus writes in. Spooky question. Which means a spooky voice. Halloween. A week and a half away. I'm in the mood to play some scary games. Any recommendations, Kyle? Maybe sell your soul. (laughs) And this man doesn't want to play the game I talked about earlier in the show. (laughs) I'd rather be the mayhem, not, you know... Uh, Seamus, that is the game I would recommend yeah. uh, right now if you have a... It's, I believe, only on Steam. 
It's called Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia. Uh, P-H-A-S-A-P-H-O-B-I-A. Mm-hmm. Phasmophobia. Um, that one's excellent. That's really gotten me in the spooky mood. Um, Dead by Daylight's also a great one. Mm. Uh, if you're if you've been racking up the PS Plus games every mm-hmm. month, you should have it. It was on PS Plus a while ago. Um, that one's excellent. I'm not like this is new for me having mm. spooky games that I'm like enjoying playing. So mm. play RE7 in VR, Seamus. How's that? Sound? I don't want Seamus to have a heart attack. <laughs> we need Seamus around. <laughs> um, here's a question. Oh, I'm sorry. My, uh, for me, uh, here's a recommendation, not a question. For you, Kyle, and for Famous, it's not just scary, all right? Because yeah. I feel like scary Halloween's like, we get it. You've been there, done that, right? We all saw that Halloween special from Adam Sandler. How did that thing get me? No, I didn't. I did. It was bad. <laughs> Pumpkin Jack is a game oh, that yeah. was mm-hmm. been announced. Uh, our good friend Luke Lore literally messaged us before the show. Messaged me, rather. He's like, this- He did me, too. Oh, he did? Oh, He's like, this he game messaged is me for also. Not nah, he did me too. He <laughs> messaged me also. <laughs> Listen, don't judge me. It's kind of hot. It's kind of hot. But Pumpkin Jack. Uh, he says yeah. it's a game up your alley. It reminds of, of stuff like a medieval. That gets me very interested in this game. So maybe yeah. I'll pick that up. Maybe you'll pick that up. I don't know. And yeah. So when, when, I, Why not? when I saw that, oh man, might have been a month or so ago when I saw a trailer of that, it gave me Maximo vibes. I don't know if anyone remembers the Maximo games from PS2 Maximo. era. No. It was a platformer where if you got hit, you would lose the armor and you'd be down in your underwear. And then if you get hit, you're dead. You lose a life. Okay. Um, it reminds me of that kind of style of gameplay. And hmm. I'm I'm into it. Like Gex the Gecko? That's a PS1 game I remember. That is a PS1 game that you remembered. <laughs> Were you hating on Gex, dude? Are you hating on Gex? No, I'm not hating on Gex. Because here's the thing. Ask what, not why, writes in. My only question is how soon can we get Earthy Cheese's parents on the show for a special appearance? And who do we have to petition for an Earthy Cheese's Patreon level? Thoughts? <laughs> feels? Farts? Cheesy farts? Earthy Cheese's farts? So... <laughs> I love how this joke has taken this review has taken a life of its own, right? Earthy Every Cheese's time mom. we mention Earthy Cheese, I yeah. expect Earthy Cheese's mom just standing by an Alexa with a playing at the kitchen, <laughs> just tapping her her foot, going, "Those darn trophy room boys, they're cussing." Oh, why I wanna? I'm gonna call their mother. How dare they? <laughs> well, here's the thing. So, like, they gave us a four star review, which if you want to troll me, that's what you do. You give me a four star, not even a one. Don't give me an honest review. Rate and the show. And ask us to not curse. And not, yeah, ask. <laughs> come on, Earthy Cheese's mom. Come on. Um, so, you know, first off, you can rate us five stars over at Apple yes, Apple uh, Podcasts. Uh, once we hit 105 star reviews, we are going to be giving away a game, a next gen game. All right. And it could be yours. Your first next gen game, it, it could be straight from us, the trophy yeah. room. And now. Last night, I saw a review, a five-star review, called Simply the Best. Bow, 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 bow. Better than all the rest. Better than I don't know the next line of this song. <laughs> it's literally Something. better than all the rest. <laughs> You'll simply... Okay, so this review comes in from... None other than Earthy Cheese's dad, 
This is now a family dilemma. Let me tell you about Kyle. This is how they start. Kyle is perhaps the sweetest, most kind, and caring person I've had the pleasure of listening to for the past two years. The positivity he brings to the podcast each and every week makes this show the best pick-me-up I could have when I'm feeling down. He speaks passionately about the games he loves and even more passionately about the social causes he believes in. He's uh, His nieces are so lucky to have him. Oh, shit. Now this game hit me in the heart. Uh, I know this man would be the first to give a big hug to anyone in need. That is. Oh, my God. Bam. I already I cried when I read it the other day. I'm holding on strong right now, but I'm barely. Right. That, oh, my God. Thank in you. the year that is 2020, I need that. So He could have ended that review there, right? Oh, yeah. He goes on to mention me. Now, let me tell you about Joe. Big piece of shit. <laughs> no. The complete opposite of Kyle. <laughs> you He'll kick you guy. instead of hug you. When yeah. it's- <laughs> uh, Joe is the real deal. A truly great guy who is a delight to listen to. He's not afraid to get serious when it's needed or to run the podcast completely off the rails for a laugh. That's not happening this episode. His banter with Kyle is fantastic and keeps the show both informative and hilarious. He's always the best uh, on takes on difficult topics. Please vote for Joe Biden. Uh, and has proven himself to be a man I can trust. Joe has gone to great lengths to build a podcast and this community and the Quality of both is superb. I'm sure Mama Bad Bit is proud. I don't even think Mama Bad Bit knows what I'm doing, <laughs> but I love her. Um, to harken back to the Patreon show we did a while back, my mom in the next room before we were doing the show had the volume at 90, and she goes, "I go, Mom, why do you have it this loud?" <laughs> she says, "I." I hate when it's slow. I can't hear it. I want to feel like I'm there. <laughs> Only Mama Bad Bit. Let me tell you. Oh, that's amazing. Whew. Now this comes uh, from Lee. Uh, Lee. Oh gosh, Lee. You gave me. I, I'm, I'm blinking. Thank you, out. Earthy Cheese's dad. Thank you, Earthy Cheese's dad. Um, Maybe. Will we hear from er- Earthy Cheese's child next? Will we? Or just Earthy Cheese himself? Earthy, Earthy Cheese's, Cheese's grandma. Oh, man. <laughs> Nana comes in. Let me tell you about these two whippersnappers I saw. Back in my day. <laughs> uh, this we only review. had Pong and one button and a joystick. And we loved it. You put the graphics on the screen before you played them. Uh, Lee Moles writes in, Best PlayStation podcast in town. Three exclamation points and five stars. Um, Lee, from across the pond by the way, and one of our newest patrons. Um, They write in, I stumbled across the trophy room back in March of this year when, due to COVID-19, I found myself stuck, or sorry, uh, found myself picking up a PlayStation 4 again after being away for a few years. And I like to keep it in the know with the latest news. What, What can I say? My commute to work would have never been the same if it didn't have these guys around. Joe and Kyle are probably the best podcasters I've come across, and uh, their chemistry is infectious, and it comes uh, across in spades just how uh, sorry, just how close friends they are. They'll talk about the latest games, news, 
what they've been playing among other topics, including social issues, which relates back to gaming. They call it as they see it, and uh, and everybody loves them for it. I love that. I, I wish that was the case. You should see some of the YouTube comments. <laughs> um, you can tell I'm a big fan of the show, and I encourage them to try... Uh, to, sorry, I... I <laughs> I encourage everyone to give them a try and support them as much as possible so I can archive the success they so richly deserve. Oh, man. Thank you. I butchered Thank that you. one because you know what it is? Um, because, like, Apple Podcasts is awful and now they, like, they won't let me peer into the Great Britain uh, without doing some type of, like... It's weird because you illegally go over there every single week to get mail. So and you would weird. think I'd go to a pub. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or a, a British bakery, <laughs> and use you know the the mouses are on the different side of the keyboard, just like the cars. You think I do that? I don't. I imagine your view of Great Britain <laughs> is Sweeney Todd like set aside. I'm just You're pies on it. windowsills. Yep, it's literally it's just London 1800s <laughs> and backwards land. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> even horse and buggy you know um but yes thank you so much lee uh that really does mean a lot and you know they sent me an awesome awesome uh message on patreon just like um just like too soon has as well i love i mean like getting new patrons is humbling enough but then when people then on top of that tell you how much it means to them how them and their friends come in tune in uh to the show it really does mean a lot and yeah because apple podcast is weird um I really, it's, it's, I can't see if, if you written front one in Australia, I can't see that. If you wrote in through Great Britain, I can't see that. Um, it's a real hassle to try to get into other regions on iTunes. Uh, so if you guys could, if you've written us a review, please, please, please send it on over our way. PS Trophy Room, give a screen cap of it. Um, and then we can read it read it on the show here last but not least we did get one more review okay you ready for this kyle we're four away from 100 joe uh just in u.s alone we're, we're past that yeah you know Ooh. i don't like the brand getting close to that giveaway we're getting close to that giveaway. i know min max watch out we're coming for you they're, they're <laughs> at 500 so we're we're creeping on up you know we're getting there we're getting finally there. the podcast i've been waiting for alvin bruh i like that alvin I like that name. Or is it more like Alvin? Bruh. Five stars. Since the start of my new job, I've been having a consistent problem of not being able to find a podcast that that that's kept me interested. And you found a podcast of the dyslexic reading. Um, thus, I've stumbled upon you two. And I have to say, this is the best podcast of all podcasts. I love your takes and general opinions on ev and anything and everything PlayStation. I want to thank you guys for giving me the content I've been looking for. Thank you, Alvin. Bruh. Bruh. I'm fading because of all the love and, and kindness over the past few months has been it's amazing. Um, incredible. You know, like, you're lucky to have one person listen. Hundreds yeah. of people. Having thousands of people come in each every month. Check us out. <clears throat> Look, I'm almost dying. Oh, it's called the road, and that's how much, like, blows me away. So, yeah. thank you all so much. And really, I blame the the salt, like, throat that I've had uh, due to this Poland Springs sparkling water. 
It's like it's sparkling. It's water. It's supposed to hydrate me. Nope. It's even. <laughs> it's even. And I keep dr- like drinking it like seawater. Like it's gonna work eventually. But Kyle, this is fine. <laughs> this is fine. Uh, again, everybody, thank you all so much for the love. It's amazing. Um, we greatly appreciate it. We're we're coming in on a hundred reviews on US alone. We're having that giveaway. Uh, five-star uh, iTunes reviews or Apple Podcast reviews, whatever your preference. Um, and yeah, you're entered to win. We'll announce it on the show at the launch of the PlayStation 5. And uh, yeah, one lucky winner gets a win. If we hit 150 three more reviews. Weeks. Three, more, three weeks, more weeks. Three more podcast sleeps. Three weeks of chances. So there you go. I uh, will read it out on the show. Someone wins. And if we hit 150, we give an extra game away. Because we're cool like that, too. <laughs> Kyle, anything you want to pimp out before we go, sir? As always, I'd like to pimp out myself, Mr. K-Step on Twitter and on PSN. You can find everything I do over with KindaNYC, including some spooky streams, um, at KindaNYC.com or at KindaNYC on Twitter and Twitch.tv slash KindaNYC. But there is one more thing I want to shout out. And she doesn't know I'm doing this, but... Doing it anyway. One of our Patreons, uh, patrons, excuse me, Erica Scherer, um, is doing a, a fundraising stream on November 1st for Dear Jack. Um, Erica and her family, uh, unfortunately, has three of her family family members this year alone, I believe so. And Erica, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm not getting everything correctly, have been diagnosed with leukemia this year. Um, and Dear Jack is a fundraiser that is dealing with that kind of things and, and help raising money for that. And so November 1st from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., she is uh, streaming over at twitch.tv slash Ambelina, A-M-B-E-L-L-I-N-N-A. Uh, excuse me, only one L, my bad. A-M-B-E-L-I-N-N-A over on Twitch. So go show her some love on November 1st. I will be there playing some games with her. And let's uh, let's raise a lot of money for a great cause. Yeah. Yeah, uh, make sure when that happens, Kyle. You toss me over that link. We share you the shit out of that. Yeah. Um, fuck leukemia, man. Uh, yep. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kyle. Again, look at you being an amazing human being, sharing that with everybody. Thank you so much. I try. That literally hit me in the feels. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> what am I gonna pitch here? Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, you can find the show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can find the show over on YouTube. By the same name, the Trophy Room of PlayStation Show. You can find this podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. Um, and with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. Love you. Stay safe. See you in the post show.